Welcome to the CityGate Church podcast. Today's message was recorded at our live Sunday services, and we hope that it encourages you to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. I finished last week with a statement sometime in the last 10 minutes of the message, and that is this, you cannot change your starting point but you can certainly change your ending. You can certainly change where you finish. So today I want to talk about finishing well. Finishing well. And for the sake of time, because I've got literally 15 minutes, miracles happen. I'd like you to read 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 all the way down to verse 7. But I'm just going to kick straight in, Phil, at verse 6. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. I'm already being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure is at hand. I've fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. This has been stirred, I make no apology, by the events of this week. And um, it's so important to finish well. A lot of people start. Far fewer people finish. A lot of people start well and they finish badly or painfully. One translation says, this is the only race worth running. I've run hard right to the finish line. I've believed all the way. All that's left now is the shouting, God's applause. What a great way to live your life. Full on. If anybody knows me, I am a petrol head through and through. I mean, if it's got metal smells of oil and makes loud noise, that's, that's where I want to be. Through summer, I will be at as many car shows as I can be. I'll take one of my cars to those car shows because it's a very nice car. It took me four years to restore from a pile of rust to a gleaming. It's a 1973 Triumph GT6. It's gorgeous. I, I rebuilt every inch of that. I didn't do the spraying because I can't spray paint spray, but everything else in my hallway People come into our house, you can leave your shoes on, don't have to take your shoes off. We're one of those houses that just, we are what we are. But you have to walk around my 1922 Raleigh motorcycle that lives in the hall. Well, of course it does. Where else would you put such a gleaming example of mechanic prowess? (laughs) Lives in the hall. The first bike I rebuilt was in my bedroom. Then I had to work out how to get it downstairs. (laughs) The second bike I rebuilt was after we were married in our lounge of our one bedroom flat. Yeah, absolutely. What do you mean, no? (laughs) Do you want to come back for tonight or do we get rid of you now? The answer is yes, of course. Yes, of course. But something I do love to do is to put my foot down. 
Oh, yeah, I know I need to behave. Let's not get into that. But, but um, there's something about living life full pelt. Not apologetically. Not in, with insecurity and intimidation through your life. And um, I love the Apostle Paul, one of my heroes, of course, in the Bible, wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. And he said, in fact, even before he was saved, he lived life the pedal down. And yet after he, um, he got saved, he said, I count my life as dung. Everything as dung, as rubbish for the sake of knowing God and pressing on to that high call to honor God with his life. I got like nine points or something and I've got to get through them in about five minutes. So I'm just going to, boom, let's go for this. Number one, fight the good fight. These are just some of the things he said. Look at someone say, fight the good fight. Now tell them it's a good fight. fight. Too many people are frightened off by the fight. The fight is a good fight. What is a good fight? It's a fight we win. It's a good fight. It's a good fight. Now some of that fighting is defensive. I've heard people preach, you know, that it's all offensive. No, there are times when you defend. Absolutely there are. As pastor of this church, I defend this church in the spirit. You better believe it. We all put our shields of faith together to quench the fiery darts. But if that's all we do, it's that, that is an apology of a Christian life. We don't just defend. We don't just defend our family. We don't just defend our business. We don't just defend the church. We don't just defend our values. They absolutely are to be defended, but it's not all we do because that will be a reducing life. Yes, we defend, we have armour and the Word of God clearly says that we can stand in the evil day and having done all, all what? All defending, all confessing, all prophesying, all standing, all praying. We stand and having done all to stand, stand therefore with the armour of God upon your life. That armour is undefeatable. It's the same armour that Jesus himself wore when he came to this planet. The Bible says in Isaiah that that he looked for somebody who'd wear this armour. He looked for somebody who would advance the kingdom of God. He said he could find nobody, no man. Therefore, he came himself. His own arm brought salvation and he put on the armour. Make sure you got the armour on. But we don't just defend our position, we have an offensive position. That may be the most anti-woke, un-PC statement that we can make today. We're not defending our values, we are advancing our values. We're not defending what we believe, we are advancing what we believe. Come on, can I hear an amen this morning? Don't be intimidated into a defensive position. Fight the good fight. Stop being the victor. Man, how many times have I preached this? Stop being the victim. We are the victors. Get in the game. Get in the scrap. Get in the fight. Don't be passive in your Christian life. The Apostle Paul said, I'm in the middle of the fight. In the world, there's gonna be hassle, but I'm in the middle of it. There you go, second point. 
I could have turned this into a six-week series. Point number two. Look at someone say, fight the good fight. Look, now say, run the race. Okay. Actually, I've got up there, run to win. That'll do. Ah, run to win. You know, he said, I've fought the good fight. I've run the race. I've finished the race, is what he says. I finished the race and there's so much we could say on this and just for the sake of time, throw off the sin and the weights, quite simply. Burn off the fat. Look at someone and say, burn off the fat. <laughs> uh, come on. Come on, burn it off. Now look, at it. if the cap fits, go to the gym. No, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Throw off the sin and the weights. Throw off the sin and the weights. Throw off. Don't play with them. I was listening to Jensen Franklin this morning. Who talked, he, he did a message this morning on, the, on the, the 25th bear. Really, really good. And you know what? He basically said, there's a bear out there that'll kill you. And it's the 25th one. And he gives a whole preach on that. And he says, don't play with the bear. Because you don't know if it'll be the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one. Don't keep doing what you do thinking you're getting away with it. Because something's going to kill you. Don't keep playing with addiction. Don't keep playing with, with prostitution. Don't keep playing with the internet. Don't keep playing with words. Don't keep playing with attitudes. Because one of them's going to bite you. But anyway, that's Jensen Franklin this morning. I don't know what you do before you come to church. I, I, I listen to at least two preachers going on. You wonder why I'm confused and don't know what to preach. It's like all this stuff going through my head. Run the race to win. Keep focused on the why. Why am I running this race? Well, because there's a cause. There's a race to win. The aim is to finish. There's so much there. Count the cost. Don't start something that you're not going to finish building. Come on, we're going to run. We're going to finish. We're going to win. I'm talking about finishing well today. You know, if all the Christians that once walked with God were in the church today, can you imagine what the body of Christ would be like? But today, less than 3% of people in the nation are in church. Less than 3% across the UK. Yet so many were raised in the church. So many were raised by godly parents. Now the church needs to change because it gets too old and irrelevant. Doesn't change with the times. We get all of that. But at the end of the day, keep running the race. It's personal responsibility to win. Number three. I said we'd be quick. Number three, keep the faith. Keep the faith. I'm not just quoting John Bon Jovi there. <laughs> I remember I was in the Golden Circle at Twickenham with listening to, John, to Bon Jovi. You know what I'm like, all the gigs and stuff. And there I was, and everyone was singing, keep the faith. And I was prophesying, keep the faith. <laughs> Living on a prayer. Come on. If I had hair, it would have been all over the place, but it wasn't. But 
Keep the faith is more than a song. You know, it's, I've kept the faith, the Apostle Paul said. I've got so much to say. Grow, strengthen, and release your faith. Live by faith. The just shall live by faith. That's a promise. Only verse in the Bible that God says four times. The just shall live by faith. Keep the faith. Now, the faith is more than just a word of faith doctrine. We're talking about the faith as a noun. We are in the faith. There's not many faiths. There is one faith. There is one faith. There's a lot of beliefs. Hello? I'm very aware that we're on the internet right now, but there's a lot of beliefs. But there's one faith. And that one faith, one faith, one Lord, one baptism, the Bible says, that one faith is the faith that is put on the inside of us by the Holy Spirit when we give our life to Jesus Christ. Only found in salvation in Jesus. And that faith is not just a belief, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. We said a lot today about values and character. We're not worldly, we are godly. It's not what we prefer, it's our purpose, purpose over preference. It's faith over feelings. This is what Christians do. This is what we do. This is how Christians speak. This is how Christians love. This is how Christians forgive. This is how Christians have grace. It's because we're in the faith. The faith makes all the difference. Keep the faith. It's press on instead of draw back. If we're going to finish well, it's character over gifting. Just saying. Point number four, very quickly. If we're going to finish well, let's all say this. Let's say, fight the good fight. Run to win. Keep the faith. Point number four, changed from glory to glory. Yeah, let's say it. Changed from glory to glory. Changed from glory to glory. Um, That's not as a, a quote out of that passage, but it's something that the Apostle Paul lived for. Changed from glory to glory. The Christian life is an advancing life. It's not an average life. Dear God, we're filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have the name above every name. We've had the power of the blood, the power of the name, the power of the word. We've got the armor of God. We're righteous. We're holy. We're sanctified. We have the Prince of Peace. I mean, this is not some average apology of a life. And yet, we can go from glory to glory. If we're going to finish well, it's because we're always hungry. We're always hungry. We ate a nice meal last night. Oh, I was going to say, actually, I cooked it. (laughs) Sharon cooked the first bit of it, and I sprinkled on the chili (laughs) and the kidney beans, chopped the onions and did all of that stuff. We had a lovely meal. But if that's all I eat, I'm going to be dead in probably a couple of months. Yeah? Great having a meal. But the Bible talks about keeping hungry. Keeping hungry. 
And the problem is we lose our hunger for God because we fill ourselves with the snacks of the world. And that's a major problem. We go to the world for our Mars bars. We go to the world for our Twixies. Sit down. We go, we go to... <laughs> we, we get our snacks from the stuff that doesn't satisfy, quite simply. And then we wonder why we're not as hungry as we were for God. Well, you stuffed yourself with junk food. That's, that's just nuts. Keep hungry. What else do we need to do? Just add this up in your head. Keep thirsty. Keep thirsty. Be being filled. If I'm going to finish well, I'm going to finish full of the Holy Ghost and overflowing. Now, full is not an amount. Come to academy, you'll learn all of this stuff. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is not an amount. It's, it's, a, it's a position of the influence I don't have more or less of the Holy Spirit than Jesus himself. Because it's not, you, you know, pour a little bit. It's about being under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Under the influence. So being thirsty is being thirsty for more of the influence of God in our lives. Every decision, every word, every action. If we're going to finish well, we're finishing full. We're finishing full. Yeah, but I was filled yesterday. Be filled again today. This is why worship is so important. Oh, you're hammering back on that one, Pastor Jay. You better believe it. God is looking for worshipers. Ah, well, worship is just in the heart. No, the Bible never says that. Worship is from the heart. Comes through your hands. Comes through your legs and your... I just, I can't wait till I can fly. Seriously. I can't wait. Adam could fly, he lost it. I'm getting it back. Jesus was the net, well, actually Enoch flew. Elijah went in a chariot, so he didn't fly, but Jesus flew. And I'm going to fly. I can't wait till I'm not restricted by anything physical emotional, mental, financial. Now, I know we can all say, yeah, God's unrestricted and we want to be like him. But I can't wait till the day we have glorified bodies and you name it, we got it. Shining. No more ironing. No more ironing. No more, Jess, what do I wear this morning? No more of those conversations. Julian, this one or this one? All gone, none of that. We can all just be naked in the glory of God. Oh, it's a horrible thought, isn't it? It's a wonderful thought. Shining with the glory of God. Absolutely amazing, 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 amazing. Changed from, come on, changed from, Glory to glory. Always hungry, always thirsty. Oh, can I throw one in there? Always on fire. Thank you, band. Let's come up. Always on fire. Always 
on fire. The flame never went out on the altar. We've heard about the altar today. Always on fire. Point number five. Let's all say this. Fight the good fight. Run to win. Keep the faith. Change from glory to glory. Point number five, let's say it. Keep your eyes on the prize. Okay, don't just keep your eyes on a crown. Don't just keep your eyes on the fact that we're gonna get the resurrection body. It's great, you know, you only get the crown if you win. You get the crown because you win. You stay in the race and you win the race. Yes, we're gonna get a resurrection body. Wonderful, awesome. No more sickness, no more pain, no more tears. Don't just keep your eyes on the fact that there's just gonna be no more temptation. But isn't that gonna be awesome? I can't imagine what it's gonna be like not to be tempted to steal or lie or the temptations are there, guys. Now you go on with Christ and you have them under your feet, but they're there. I've never lived a day free of temptation. And neither did Jesus. But aren't you glad a day's coming when temptation is gonna be no more because the tempter is gonna be no more. But that's a great thing to keep your eyes on. Yeah, the crown, the resurrection body, no more temptation, all of that, no more battle. But can I just say what we wanna be keeping our eyes on is the fact that the prize is a person. And the prize is that face-to-face with Jesus Christ, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Our Queen said, I wish He'd come in my lifetime. I would so love to cast my crown at His feet. Keep your eyes on the prize. What really matters? What really matters is uh, the salvation of our world to get more people face to face with Jesus Christ. What really matters is the preaching of the gospel. You could go back and preach the word, be instant, in season and out of season. I mean, preach, preach, preach. There's so much we could have read earlier. Keep your eyes on the prize. Let's all stand to our feet today. Hope you got something out of that on this very special Sunday in so many ways. Great to have Noel with us and the team and We've got another service in just 30 minutes. And um, tonight we've got a praise party and praise looks good on the church. Garments of praise. We heard that in the, in the middle of the whale, Jonah gave God praise. I was reminded of Paul and Silas in the middle of the inner cell, gave God praise. How can I have been so upset this week and in, in pain really and so much, feeling so much loss with so many other people and yet today gives God the high praises? Why? Because we don't praise God about how we feel. 
We praise God because He's King of kings and Lord of lords. Let's keep our eyes on the prize. We're going to finish well in Jesus' name. Can I, can I declare that over your life? You're going to finish well in Jesus' name. You're going to finish well. Why don't you turn to at least like nine or ten people and say, you're going to finish well. You are going to finish well. You're going to finish well. You're going to finish well. But perhaps for some people today, perhaps you're here in this place and you know what? For you to finish well, you've got to start afresh. And to start afresh, you need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. Or perhaps you're here today and you, you say uh, you're going round and round in circles. You've lost sight of what this is all about. It's about living your life on fire for Jesus Christ. Perhaps you're going round and round in circles, just doing your own thing, living your own life the way you want to do it. I'll do what I want to do. Uh, I, I don't need a God. You know, Jesus is for weak people. He's a crutch. No, you're going round and round in circles. Jesus is not a, a, a weak person for weak people. Some religious figure. He's the saviour of the world. He's the king of kings. He's a man's man. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a provider. All the things that you go to when you're feeling troubled, whether it's this addiction or that addiction or this moan or that complaint, we go to Jesus and He lifts us up and He sets us free. All the things you wish you could overcome, we've overcome. Why? Because He's our overcomer. Perhaps you're here today and you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. It is the most important thing about our Sunday services is seeing people come to Christ. Perhaps this is going to be a first-time decision like it was for me October the 8th, 1984 with my orange spiked hair, my makeup, my chains and my drugs at the Fairfield Halls in Croydon. Perhaps that's you today. Perhaps not on the outside, perhaps it is on the inside. Perhaps you're here today and you say, oh yes, I've always been a churchgoer. It really doesn't make any difference. It's about do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour? Is He your King? Is He your Lord? Do you love Him? Is this a real relationship? Perhaps you're here today and this is the first time you're going to respond to Jesus. Perhaps it's a coming back to Jesus. Perhaps it's, you know what, today, the way I'm going, I'm not going to finish this race. I need to get back on the race course. I need to get back in the battle. Right now, with every eye closed, please, and every head bowed, if we can have the lights up a little bit, please, so we can see this is the vital part of our service here today. A little bit more, please. Thank you so much. With every eye closed and every head bowed, if you are here today and you know you need to respond to the love of God, receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, either for the first time or to recommit your life to God, I'm going to ask you to do one thing really simply, whether you're here or whether you're online today, and that is to respond by lifting your hand in this auditorium right now, please. God bless you. Wonderful. God bless you. Wonderful. God bless you. Come on, there's people responding. Is there anybody else here today? Once I've seen your hand, you can put it down. That's great. Wonderful. Thank you for that. That's just awesome. Come on. Don't leave this place without responding to Jesus. God bless you. Wonderful. Come on. Come on, people. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost a little bit. People are responding to Jesus. This is life-changing today. This is life-changing today. Don't confuse me by all praying with your hands in the air because I don't know who's praying and who's not. God bless you. Wonderful over there. Fantastic. God bless you in the middle. Come on, don't. This is a moment of transformation. There will be a life of transformation from glory to glory. But you know what? Today is a great time. 
to make that decision. Is there anybody else here today? Finally, as we just close this time of the service, is there anybody else here today? Let's all pray this prayer together. Wonderful. God bless you. That's fantastic. Come on. Let's all pray this prayer together, especially those that have responded to say, Heavenly Father, thank You that You love me, that You've demonstrated Your love by sending Your Son, Jesus, to die on the cross to give me life. Thank You, Jesus. I receive You today as my Lord, my Saviour and my friend. I turn away from the way I've lived apart from You. And by the help of Your grace and Your power, I will never be the same again. I receive eternal life in Jesus' Name. Come on, let's celebrate church. Amen.